You can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Danny, uh, for the great opportunity to uh, minister here in Remnant Whittier and also on the internet. Everybody that's seen and watching, uh, we just pray that God would uh, bless you. Uh, do you feel, feel the mood right now? Can you feel it? Well, there's one. Praise God. The presence of God is here. You have established it. But um, as I'm praying, I'm trying to be sensitive to God. I have my message. But God wants to be glorified and God wants to be honored for who he is. As uh, Brother hmm, Danny, Carl, Danny was, was speaking, or Michael was speaking, saved, sanctified, filled, transformed. It wasn't man. It was the Holy Spirit that you and I allowed him to come into our life. We invited him. And he's doing the work, and he wants to do even greater works. Bear with me for a moment. I've been praying and I've been fasting ever since Pastor Danny, uh, well, even before that, you know, that, he, I, I, that I could speak. And I've been trying to get the mind of God, the heart of God. And so this, this morning I was, as I was working, I, I had a God moment, man. I just broke. Sweeping. Had to pull over to the side of the road. And allow God to do what he wants to do. How I many you want God, God to do something in your life tonight? Tonight. This, the stage is already set. It's already set. We just have to open our heart now. See, these songs, they're more than songs. They're the breath of God. Can you bow your heads with me for a moment? Close your eyes. Father, we welcome your presence. This is your church. Have your way. These are your sons. These are your daughters that you have saved that you have hand-selected. God, I pray that their spiritual hearts be open and their spiritual ears be wide to hear your word. Breathe upon them this evening. They've left their home, their job, their kids, whatever, to get here to hear from you. And those over the internet, even right now, you're in front of a, a video, whatever you're watching, I pray even right now that the Spirit of God would touch you right where you're at. God can do this even right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray and give you honor and glory. What I'm going to do tonight, I'm, I'm allowing God to do what he wants to do. And I would ask, as you're his son, you're his daughter, that you would submit. Not to a pastor, not to a, an emotion, but to the spirit of God that dwells within you. He dwells within you. 
at any time, God's speaking to you. You feel the urging, the urging of the Holy Spirit. Just come to the altar. Because you know what? That's where transformation takes place. When you and I forget about ourselves and we bow our knee before God. And if you got bad knees, whatever, sit down, do whatever you do. Because listen to me. I've been praying, like I said, I've been fasting. God's doing a lot of different things. But he's saying, I want to be glorified. I want my church to know that who, who I am. I'm here and I'm amongst them. And I want to do powerful, mighty things if they would just say yes. I got to look out. Let's see. I'm trying to find somebody. Mm. You're right there. Sister Letty, the other day, me and you had a conversation. You were very open with me. Sister Letty is my sister in law. You were very open, very transparent. You know, there was someone there listening to everything we said. They were being a bit, uh, a Matici. Right? That's what a Matici is, right? They get in there. Holy Spirit, he heard your heart. Everything you spoke, he heard. He's with you right now. He's been with you. He's going to go before you. Your husband, he's going to get saved. Transformed! God wants me to let you know that. I'm looking for somebody. Oh, there they are, way in the back. Danny and Danny. Is your wife there with you? Yes, she is, huh? Holy Spirit spoke to me about you. He loves you. And he knows all the labor that you've worked for. He knows your dreams and your aspirations and your desires. God's called you. His gifts are without, uh, how do you say it? Say it again. There you go. There's another word. I, can't, I wrote it down. God wants to do it, Danny. He does. You and Sonia, he hasn't forgotten you. God quickened me. He says, let them know. If they want it, I'll do it. It doesn't matter how old you are. I'm a lot older than you. If you want it, God will do it. Thank you for coming, Joe. God wants to tell me that he loves you. And he knows all your labor for him and for people. He hasn't forgotten one thing. But he wants you to seek him a little bit more. He wants you to spend some time with him. Just with him. And he's going to reveal to you, no one else to you, that he's going to step in and help you in every situation, in every circumstance. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. Can you honor the Holy Spirit? God wants you to honor him. Remember, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Okay? 
Jesus when he said, it's needful that I leave because if I don't leave, I can't send the Holy Spirit to abide with you. Jesus is only at one place at one time. Holy Spirit's with us everywhere we go. That's the power of God. And he wants to do something in your life. You would allow him. I have a simple message this evening. Simple and sincere. It's the act of prayer. It's an act that you and I have to do. I know prayer, sometimes it's a bad word, right? It's a curse word sometimes. I'm in ministry. I got to be there. I'm involved. I have to be there. It's not a curse word. It's a privilege. It's an honor that God's bestowed upon you. Think about it. Who would give you time of day? But God stopped his business so he could talk with you. So he could spend some time with you. As I said, I had a moment this morning. I had to pull over. Tears flooded my eyes. I quivered in my spirit. Just showing that God loves me and cares about me and sees my need. You ever been hurt? You ever been busted up? Don't know where to go. Don't know who to tell. The words can't phantom in your mouth. I'm a little bit younger than you, George. I remember being at Norwalk, hurting. Felt like someone ripped out my guts. And I knelt. Oh, God. God. What do I do? What do I say? you oh I need you so bad God and in that moment someone came next to me and just put their hand on me and said we're watching you people are looking What do I do, God? Me and God had this conversation like men, just a couple of words. He said, do what's right. Through my mind, everything flashed. Do what's right. Turn the other cheek. Serve, love, forgive. Go beyond yourself. Let it go. No matter what people say, no matter what people think, do what is right.
not speaking to you right now. That was cool. God's speaking to you right now about doing what is right. I don't know who you are, but the Holy Spirit's speaking to you in this time. Do what's right. What would I do? What do I do? You come to the altar. And you bow your knee. And you might not have words to speak. Weep. I want to be open. I want to be transparent. As Pastor Edwin and his wife, Sister Jackie, were here a month back, very open, very transparent. I gleaned a whole lot from them. So that's what I want to do this evening. I won't keep you long. I don't remember who taught me or remember where I was taught, but I was taught to pray. And all I know about prayer is that, you know what, you have to come with a sincere heart and a heart of humility. And you know what my prayers were? I was hiding behind a box inside an enclosed fence and the cops had their flashlight on me. And I'm praying, oh God, don't let them see me. God, don't let them see me. God, don't let them see me. There's no way out. I crawled in. Oh God, don't let me see me. And I could see my shadow in the background. Oh God, don't let me see me. Don't let me see me. And then they drove off. And as soon as they drove off, I jumped out of there and I ran home. That was my prayer. Another prayer, I was walking from a crime scene. And there's a flashlight on me. And I could see my silhouette. I said, oh God, don't let me get caught. 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 Don't tell them me to stop. And I walked away. Another prayer. I was in Russia, went to, in, to Finland, had no money, going over there to get our support for three families. It's a holiday. Everything's closed. I got there at 6 o'clock in the morning. The bank door opened to the next day. I don't know nobody in the town. It is raining, cats and dogs. I'm walking. Where am I going to stay? Where am I going to sleep? I can't call my wife. It takes two days to call her. Oh, God. What am I going to do? Where am I going to sleep? What is my family going to think? How am I going to get back? We were going to Estonia, me and my family. Joshua's two years old. And we get there on the plane to go to the next plane. And they tell my wife, you can't get on the point, plane. Neither can your son. I mean, the plane's leaving. They can't get on. What's this Mexican citizen? They didn't even know where Mexico was. My wife had to stay behind and my son while Mia, Dal, and Lena were going to Estonia. Oh, God, help my wife and help my son. Protect them. And get on the plane and take off. 
What I'm going to tell you tonight is nothing new. You've already heard it. Maybe you already turned me off. But I tell you, I want to share my life experience with you because out of my 41 years serving the Lord, I've seen some things. I've been some places. And not me. The Holy Spirit that lives within me gives me the power and the energy and the zeal to do what he was called me to do. I'm nobody. I'm the fourth out of 12 kids. Oh, poor kids. Dysfunctional kids. I think eight of us have been incarcerated out of the 12. And the ones that weren't is because they were handicapped. They were, just, they, they were special needs kids. That's why they couldn't get arrested. God's a good God. Brother Eric, a while back when he spoke a couple of weeks ago, he said a key word. He went and ministered and it resonated within me. And that word was the Holy Spirit. And you see, God wants to help us and he wants to do some great things in this congregation. He wants to do it in your life if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible in the book of Luke chapter uh, 11 verse 1. It says, teach us to pray. And it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he sees one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. See, Jesus is always praying. I could have brought all these different scriptures up for you, but you know what? I chose not to. Do you know why? Do your homework. Well, it's not even homework. Now you just go like this, right? Prayer, boom, a hundred verses on prayer. But you know what? Jesus was always praying. His disciples saw him praying. But it, you know what? They asked him, teach us to pray. You want, he, they didn't ask, show us how to do a miracle. Show us how to cast out a devil. Show us how to heal the sick. Teach us to pray. And what did he say? He said, he said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the name. You and I have to come before God and know that he is holy. He's not the man upstairs. He's a holy God. God wants you to understand that you need to give him reverence. He wants to do something so powerful that will blow your mind away. Bible says, I has not seen or heard or entered the heart of man that God has prepared for those that love him. God wants to do some awesome things in your personal life, in your marriage, in your finances, in your issues. Pastor Danny said something very, very powerful a while back. He forgave in front of the whole congregation. Do you know what? I have no, I, I, I don't hate nobody. I don't. I've given them to God over and over. And as the Lord quickens me and I start to think, of it, no, I ain't going to go there. You're a liar. I ain't going there. I give it to God. I might not like them, but I love them in Jesus. You know, Pastor Dan, you know what he did? He didn't teach you that. You caught it. Because sometimes we can't teach. You got to catch. When I would play football, 
kids, you know how you play football, the kids go, no one ever throws it to me. No one ever throws it to me because you never catch it. So you get these kids, okay, you throw it to them. Oh, you threw it too far to the left, okay. You throw, oh, you threw it too far to the right. Oh, you threw it too high. I mean, they got all these excuses. Okay, the next one. Throw it dead center. You threw it too hard. Right? But they never score. But there's that one time when they catch it. And they run with it. Yeah! You know what happens after that? They catch it all the time. See, Pastor Danny, Pastor George, and the brothers have been speaking. They've been throwing it out to you. Have you caught it? Can I go there? Can I go there? I'm going to be honest, okay? How many want to see God do a powerful work? Okay. If you can, you should be here at prayer, every service. Now, if you work, I understand. I work too. Sometimes I get off late, right? Told Pastor Dan the other day, I came, hey, if I'm not here, it's because I'm working. Uh, just to let you know, the other day I got off at 7 at night. I started at 5 in the morning. But I do those on non-church days. But sometimes on service days, someone's sick, I have to go cover the route. But I told Pastor, if I'm not here, I'm not here prayer, something happened. Get home at 6.45, take a shower real quick, let's go. Get here. But if if you really want to see God do something, fall on your knees. Because I'll tell you what, it's before the service that God's moving. Preparing for God to move. You know, I've been in some prayer services where, you know what, and I was going to go there, but I don't know how you are yet. We've been worshiping an excellent service tonight. Excellent, excellent worship. Excellent. God all over this place. God all over. Me, I, really, honestly, I don't have to preach. If you would come to the altar, God would have his way. What happened? Holy Spirit showed up. And what did the people do? They came. I've experienced it. I have. Where people were seeking God, getting the mind of God, asking God. We took over damaged church. We're damaged, right? Damaged church. But the people started getting a hold of God. And you know what? And the song service, I opened up my eyes. I was a song leader at the time. I sing real bad too. And I opened my eyes. Everybody left their seats. They were at the altar. And I was like, whoa, God. I got, God, what do you want me to do? He goes, don't do nothing. I turned around on the platform, knelt down. People were just worshiping. People were at the altar, just people just worshiping. And time went by. I mean, I, I, I was getting rejuvenated. I felt God doing something great in the congregation. I looked, service was over. I got up and got the musicians to play something. Can't preach behind that. Just pick up the offering and go home. And you know what happened in the congregation? Everybody was in awe. Everybody was in amazement. You know why? Because they paid the price. This church is paying the price. What do you say? Holy Spirit, come down, come down, follow me, fire, fall down. God wants his fire to fall down. 
but are you willing to come and get it? Well, that's a good time. Can I go there? Oh, I just had a hard day at work. I just... We're too comfortable in these nice soft chairs. <laughs> Give me back that old one now. We have to leave the comfortability of our seat and come to the altar. There's a shifting, right? A shifting. Do you feel it? Pastor Johnny's mentioned it. Other people, there's a shifting taking place. That shifting takes when you and I yield. Yield. When we yield, we flow. Uh, Pastor George once says, I'm in the flow of God. No, I'm in rhythm with God. God wants to help us, church. He really does. I could, I could sense it. Pastor Danny has been leading us. He's guiding us. He's, he's taking us there. But you know what? He can only do so much. We as a congregation need to come behind him. Stand up for a second. Pastor George. Just like Moses, we got to be there, her and his other brother, and lift his hands. We got to be there to assist him. You know how that'll happen? When Pastor Johnny comes in here and he sees you at this altar. Whoa. Whoa. What's going on? His prayer, your prayers are going to be answered. And you know what? This church, there's pastors here. I see it being launched out to other cities. I thought the Lord's coming. Well, he's going to hold back because he needs some souls to get saved. And if you're willing, he'll take you. I'm unqualified. If he called you, he'll qualify you. He'll give you the goods. I've been passed up. I've been overlooked. Wasn't David overlooked? They didn't even consider him. They didn't even mention him as a son. Don't you got any other kids? Why got David? He's out there taking care of sheep. Go get him. See, God's called you. He's called you with a purpose. He has a reason for what he's doing. I don't understand it. My brain's too small. But God knows anything and everything. All I got to spend some time with him and talk to him. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible in the book of Genesis since Cain and Abel. There's the first mention of prayer, and prayer is not mentioned. They come with an offering to God. You know what happened? Their parents taught them to reverence God, to make a sacrifice unto God. And now we know Cain and Abel, right? Abel's was accepted, Cain's wasn't. Why? Wrong attitude. How many of you ever seen facing the giants? Brock, right? <laughs> your attitude. How's your attitude? Well, you're lucky I'm here. No, you could be in hell. You could be hooked in with that ugly girl that you think she's pretty because you had too many. Man, she's beautiful. Okay. God wants to help you, church. I'm serious. He wants to do great things corporately as a congregation, but personally. Personally. 
God wants to heal you. God wants to lift you up. He wants to get all those complexes, all those issues. He wants to take them out of you. He wants you to walk in liberty and freedom and joy. You know, I've been coming to prayer, and you know what? All of a sudden, you know what God told me? He goes, do you love me? And I go, yeah. Do you, do you honor me? Yeah. He goes, you know, in the Revelation, says the 24 elders threw down their crowns and laid before me. You know that? That's why I lay down now. In humility. God, I'm nothing. You're everything. Even today, I was battling back and forth. God, God, God. Flesh was trying to rise. No, I don't want to say nothing, God. Less, less spoken, more of you. Holy Spirit speaking to you right now. There's a teetering and tottering in your life. What do I do? What do I do? Do what God's speaking to you to do what you really know to do. Don't, don't think about being embarrassed and who's looking at you. And I don't have the right shoes. And I didn't iron my pants. And everybody's going to see the bald spot in the back of my head. Yeah. Surrender. Because God wants to make a transformation in your life. Holy Spirit's all in this place. The platform set it all up. You're saying, come, come, Lord, come. Fall down. Let your fire He's, I'm falling down. Will you receive? My, I never asked to be a pastor. Did you know that? My wife challenged me as a Christian. I want to marry a pastor. Ooh, I was just saved. New meat, okay? But I prayed. I said, God, what do I want to do? My prayer, sincere, simple, I want to help people. And I want to be an example. That was my prayer. I want to help people. I want to be an example. Over these last 41 years of my walk with God, that's all I've been trying to do. Help people. Encourage people. Be an example. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, this isn't hype, okay? It's not hype. It's being open. Being open before your king, before your God, before your savior, before you deliver, before your healer, before the, the El Shaddai, the everlasting, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last, the bright and morning star, the I am. You have to know him like that. And he wants to be known like that by you. That way when he asks you something, it won't be difficult. It won't be hard. You'll know it's God speaking to you. All prayer is is telling, all your God, telling God all your do's and don'ts in your life. What you're going through. What you want, your dreams, your desires, your wishes. All the wrongs in my life, all my mistakes, all my sins, all the issues I have with people, the unforgiveness I have in my heart. 
It's those happy moments, the blessings, the miracles, the supernatural, those God moments, those tears you shed, the hurts, the joy, the sorrow, where you can go and tell him anything and everything inside of you and no one else knows. Oh, God, help me. I'm mad. It's unright. It's unjust. I'm angry. It's unfair. Prayers where we unload all our burdens and we transfer them to him. That's what prayer is. Giving it to God. Brother Garib used a scripture last week, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. A lot of you know it. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then we'll hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Powerful thing right here. But you know, it takes you and I to humble ourselves. And I'll tell you what, we got a lot of pride. Hello. It's part of us. We're very, pride, we're very proud, prideful. Yeah, prideful. God wants us to humble ourselves, to think of ourselves as lowly, as insignificant. My daughter gave me assurances like this. I stand for the flag, but I kneel for the cross. I wear that with pride. And when people say, that's right, I go, that's right. Not only the first part, the second part. I bow my knee before my God. It's to make oneself meek, make oneself humble in heart. It's a condition of lowering your importance or your dignity. You know, a lot of us, our middle name is Jimmy. You know that, right? Because all we go to God is say, gimme, gimme, gimme. When was the last time you came and not asked God for nothing but just worshiped him? Now, this is me, okay? When I come, there's all kinds of needs. I got a wife. You like that one? All right. I'm just kidding. She's a good wife. She's hanging with me for 40 years. She gets special rewards. You guys can barely take me in one service. 40 years, day in, day out. I've taken her all around the world, people, places she didn't want to go. See, God wants you and I to submit ourselves to him. To him. And when you do this, listen to me, that's when a transfer takes place. What do they call it? A, metamorph a metamorphosis, right? We're all caterpillars. I want to be a butterfly. You're going to be an ugly butterfly. Like that one on that cartoon who turns into a butterfly and only his wings, the rest of his body is a caterpillar. There's four things that here that are brought out in the scripture. First of all, that you and I need to humble ourselves. You and I need to uh, tell God, you know what, I'm wrong. I sinned. I messed up. I blew it. And come in, humble yourself. This, this, is, this is a thought, okay? 
It's not your, it goes there, but it's not your Pastor Danny. It goes way beyond him. It goes before your God. God, I'm sorry. How many of you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? And all of a sudden, they're going to go get the chalice, and the guy goes in there, and his head gets chopped off. Do you know why? He went in there with his pride. It says the penitent man kneels in humility. We have to come before God, lowly of self. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Help me. Ooh, 31 minutes. Okay, too long. Overstep my time, so listen to me. Close your eyes for a moment. In reverence to God. Forget about everything else. And think about God. And his mercy. And his grace. And his unconditional love towards you. We've messed up. We've blown it. We have sinned, and no one knows, and we think we got away with it. God's looking, and he's saying, son, come to me. I'll forgive you. I'll wipe away every transgression. I'll blot it out completely, never to be remembered, never to be brought up against you. If you'd come in humility and say, God, help me. I speak to a congregation of believers this evening. Your Father, your Heavenly Father loves you and wants to embrace you just like the prodigal son. His father didn't tell him nothing. He embraced him. The Bible says he ran to him and embraced him. Your father never wants to embrace you. And he wants to love on you. But you have to come to your senses and say, God, help me. Spirit of God speaking to you. Come to the altar. Don't wait for somebody else. God speaking to you. I don't know your issue. I don't know your thing. You and God do, but you know what he's asking if you'll yield? He's speaking to you in a still, small voice. I want to speak to maybe a visitor here, whether you're inside the church, whether you're watching online. God loves you even more than you love yourself. And if you're willing to say, God, I need help, God will show up and show off in your life. And to wipe every transgression, every sin, every, every ugly thing you've ever done, wipe it clean. He can do that. You know why? He's God. Spirit, I've spoken. 
when you've given to speak. I pray that your sons and daughters would yield. Yield. This is where the transformation takes place. You saying yes to God. I'm not here. I'm not here. Holy Spirit's here. And he's tugging at your heart. You're watching online right now. God wants to help you right now. He knows every thought that's racing through your mind right now. And he says, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. I'll wipe you clean. There's a scripture in the word of God that says, if we confess with our mouth and believe within our heart that Jesus died and rose again, we'll be forgiven. I want to say that prayer with you. You're in here this evening. And you, you, you want the slate clean? You want to be acquitted? You want to be pardoned? You want clemency? It can all happen. I'm not talking about the governor. I'm not talking about the president. I'm talking about the king of kings. The Lord of all humanity. The Lord of all the universe. Repeat this prayer with me. My words, but your answer. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of everything I've ever committed. Even the things I can't think of. Even the things I don't want to think of. I know you died on the cross for me. You paid the price for my redemption. I believe that you're the Lord and the Savior and you rose on the third day. Be my Savior. Be my God.